I'm like the type like, hey, we don't throw sand. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't we don't do that here. And I'm like really I'm looking at the kid like I will bust your head open. And I won't, but you won't believe me when I say it. Hi, my name is Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 81 of How, How Married, Married Are, Are You? you? My name Belief, this is Yvette, and we've been married nine years, live in California, got four kids, relationships are scary, and it's very necessary that we share all of our struggles, and we ask how married are you every Tuesday and Thursday, shoddy, if you listen and you're in a wedding party, it's okay if you wanna put your hands up, you got the questions, we got the answers, chocolate baby story time, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, hey yo, it's chocolate baby story uh. All right, Chocolate Baby Story Time. <sighs> go ahead. You want to go? Mm, well, today, um, Araya just walked in the room and was like, Mom, my tooth is loose, loose. He mm-hmm. didn't say loose, loose, but he basically was saying, we got to do something about this tooth. And so I was like, come here, let me see. And I didn't realize it was that loose but all i did was push it and it just popped right out and my baby then lost his second tooth and glenn just closed the ring yeah congratulations closing rings over here <laughs> uh yeah man that is awesome um so mm-hmm. uh i don't know man i've been having a hard time with Ryan. <laughs> um it's been like a lot man like for some reason, he like pees <laughs> everywhere. Lord. And it's like you could smell it. You could like I'm like, dude, you gotta point like you gotta point it down. And he's just like he just doesn't care. And so the other day I went to go poop downstairs and I sat in <laughs> Why dry you have to tell people pee. what you had to do? It's my oh, job. <laughs> and I was like, who did not wipe up the toilet? And Uriah, and then he did it again later. Anaya sat in it, and it just was like, come on, man. And I just kind of lost it. I lost my temper. And I'm like, bro, if you don't stop it, what is wrong with you? And it's like he he cares, but he doesn't care that much, man. It's just infuriating. So I need more patience with that kid. I, I Lord Jesus. It's just going to be like that. It's going to be like that until it's not. Mm-hmm. That there's like, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, that's my chocolate baby story time. Let's go ahead and get into these topics, these dilemmas. Let's go. So today is Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, and we are here with um our chocolate. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> today is Tuesday, and so we're here with ask how married are you? Yeah. Okay. Why are you getting all aggressive? Uh, because I feel like you gotta snap into it. Whew. Glenn's been on one, y'all. I think this virus is getting to him. And <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to hear nothing you talking about right now. I've been killing it. 
Okay, so anyways, it's Tuesday and we are here with our Ask How Married Are You episode. And so we usually take in dilemmas from you guys. You either email us or leave us a voicemail. Um, And I just wanted to remind you guys how to email us and how to leave us a voicemail. The email that you can email us at is howmarriedareyou at gmail.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 760-335-6643. I'd really like to... um, draw your attention that way because sometimes you guys will submit questions via the dms on instagram and um sometimes i lose them (laughs) so i actually want to just kind of like focus us over that way i know sometimes it's more work to get the information or the questions to us that way but if you could please email us at howmarriedareyou at gmail.com or call us at 760-335-6643 that would be great to just kind of make sure everything's streamlined and in a solid place but yeah, yeah so let's get into this this first one is actually from the dms on instagram so don't do this but It says, hi, Glenn and Yvette. I'm 22 and living in Jamaica. I love you guys and you inspire me. I know the podcasts are for Dilemma Tuesdays and Thursdays. You guys talk about your relationship. It's been really edifying and helpful. I appreciate you guys. You feel like family. I have been in a relationship for two years. We are believers and we are planning on getting married as soon as we can afford it. I was wondering if you guys have any advice to give for people in the midway stage. Like, Yvette, what were you doing in the I'm not single, but I'm soon to be married stage? Were you preparing in any way? And Glenn, what were you doing in that stage? There isn't a lot of information or checklists for the stage. Quite frankly, people don't talk about it. It's always just don't have sex or you're single till you're married. I know you know I know you won't ever be fully prepared, but aren't there things I need to know? My boyfriend and I love you guys and we appreciate any words of advice you have for us. You know, like people would always advise against buying a house with someone until you're married to them or you shouldn't open an account with someone you're not married to yet. Well, then how do I get ready in the practical sense? All right. I feel like this is a quick answer. Oh, okay. You go on with your bad stuff. No, nah, but I don't want to. I don't want to like run over things if you have a more, a more ex like a long explanation. No, go ahead. I'll, I'll add my part. Um. Yeah, I feel like this is just an awkward stage because it's like it's like a pending transaction. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like the money on the way, y'all. Yeah, the depo- It says it it's says coming, pending, but my balance don't look, match. man. Five thousand dollars right there. I'm almost there. I could pay rent. I could buy groceries. Hey, man, let me hold something until this five thousand dollars get deposited. Look, it's pending. <laughs> it's a very awkward season. It's just you're engaged, man, and you just you. It's like you got. It's like it's a promise, but what do you do? Uh, well, and I think you just prepare. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you do things and you try to set up healthy habits and se- with for yourself because it's kind of the last season that you are one. And I don't really think people understand that. It's almost like, you know, you're getting ready to join, you know, or like join something that you've never been a part of before, you know? And so with that, it's kind of like I would definitely work out a lot, like get your body right. <laughs> Right? Sure. I mean, before we were married, we were working out like crazy. Anyway, I'm not. I would say work out. He's basically telling y'all my body ain't right right now. That's not what I'm saying. That's the own low conviction. That's what you get for going to get 
Hey, now, this banana is not pudding. about me. <laughs> banana pudding doing quarantine. That's what you get. That's where Yvette went tonight, y'all. Did you get in the walk? <laughs> Did you get a walk in? What do you think, man? You made me take a child, and I didn't want to take a child. Anyway, that, so you, you go ahead and feel that on your own, okay? Um, banana pudding breath over here. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I would say work out. And then I would also say to uh, read, you know, like prepare mm. for like what it means to be married, mm. you know, um, how to because it's almost like you don't really know what to expect. I know some people who get super prideful during this season. It just kind of becomes super bougie, you know, and like if your friends aren't getting married and you're the only one, you kind of get a little don't get snooty or anything like that. Really just prepare yourself. You know, um, I'd say spend a lot of time with the Lord um practice your last name signing your last name that was really cute i caught yvette doing that it's just the most adorable thing ever um yeah and like you know spend time with the friends you mm. know and make sure you still they, they still know that mm. you love them that's a good one. you know um as you're transitioning because though it, it, it's going to be like kind of distant in the beginning there is going to be like a like a return to them you know what i mean um in due time uh also little habits that you want to pick up and that are going to help you grow up a little bit you know what i'm saying like learning how to cook certain dishes you don't know how to cook yet um and this is for men and women i'm not just talking about hey women get your body right and learn how to cook no <laughs> this is for men and women at least he hears himself y'all yeah because i was like man it sounds really sexist sexist because she's a woman but I'm not saying I'm saying everybody should be. She doing also this. said, what should her fiance be doing? This. OK. <laughs> um, premarital counseling. If you guys aren't going to premarital counseling, it, it, it's kind of it's what it's, you doing. Yeah. What are you doing? What you know what doing? I mean? There's certain things that you really don't. Uh, there's tons of things you can be doing, but it's certain things you're not really expecting. And to talk to veterans about what to do before you get married is super important. So premarital counseling, premarital counseling is going to help you in certain categories. Uh, some places you already you already may be a pro in, and other places you're just kind of figuring it out. Um, also, financial peace mm. will be a dope class to go to. Yeah, you know, Glenn's spitting bars right now. So seriously, if you are not in premarital counseling, definitely get into premarital counseling. Counseling, I would definitely say Financial Peace University is a great thing for you to do during this stage. Just because I feel like a lot of people kind of get into, like they get engaged and then they get married and then their ideas about finances and all that type of stuff, they realize, wait, we aren't on the same page here. And those are definitely things that you want to be on the same page as. I definitely agree about reading um, books. We've mentioned before, for men only and for women only would be definitely a good one for you guys to go through together. Um, I agree, spend as much time as possible with your friends because when you get married, sometimes you just kind of get all focused on your loved one. Not to say that you should ignore your friends, but it just kind of becomes a thing. It's if it, you're like back in infancy and you're trying to figure out like what is happening because yeah. certain things you're like, I didn't know that you did that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you mm -hmm. snore. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like all that, you know? Um, so yeah, start to work on your, your, your own healthy mm -hmm. habits, I would say. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. That is kind of a straightforward answer, huh? Mm -hmm. Hey, Malie. Hey, Miss Melanin. This is different for me. But um, 
here it goes. This is a different bit of a call. This is a situation that had happened previously. And uh, now in my life, way later, I keep getting uh, young parents that come and ask me for advice. And I bring up the situation. And I don't know if I should bring up the situation as the right way to handle it. So let me backtrack. When my son was about, I would say, maybe seven or eight years old, so I have a, let's say, eight-year-old, five-year-old, and three-year-old at the time. We had friends, great friends, husband and wife, um, loved the Lord. We would hang out. You know, when you find that, that, that group of adults or that one couple that, like, you know, you can totally vibe with on a Saturday night, kids are playing. Um, their parenting style was completely different to ours, which ended up um, – jacking up our friendship to put it mildly but um one of the situations that we faced was that their son who was the same age as our boy um, like i said seven or eight years old would constantly smack my kid across the face now my kid wasn't a punk per se but we did teach him you know not to touch people's face he could wrestle he could play aggressively but the slapping of the face was you know off limits so this kid would constantly just go up to him and 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 my son loved them like they were buddies but he would just smack them and my kid would always kind of look confused like what's going on anyway long story short um my husband finally was like Here, here's what's going to happen if this kid smacks you in the face again you're going to punch him right in the nose to which i was like nah 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 nah, nah. We, can't, we can't go out like that he can't do that um my husband was like, this is what's going to happen. You talk to the mom and tell her that we're fed up with, uh, you know, this, uh, this, this constant issue of this, her kids smacking our boy in the face. So, um, yeah, let her know that this is the, the route we're going to take. If he hits him in the face, our kid is going to punch him in the nose because clearly she's not doing anything about it. She sees it happen, mind you. And doesn't really correct the situation, which which was really starting to infuriate me. So this is the route we took. So I I brought it to her attention. I said, listen, uh, this is what's going on, and this is how we're going to handle it. I don't want it to go that route. So I really need you to, like, at home, have him know that he can't go around doing this. So she looked a little perturbed, you know, at the fact that I guess I was helping her raise her son. I don't know. So the situation finally presented itself. Kid smacked my boy. My boy cocked back and punched him in the nose. And oh. And what else? Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Sorry, your voicemail cut me off, and I'm being very long. Um. Anyway, so my kid punches him in the nose. Kid is devastated he's crying mother looks like you know the end of the world has happened she comes to me like i can't believe your kid you know punched my kid in the nose and i was really annoyed because i had already told her like this is the route we were going to take um so in this i felt like we taught our kid to you know to defend himself that he couldn't allow this disrespect um to continue so anyway since then mind you now my kid is uh almost 18 years old but since then we have a lot of young parents that um for the grace of god we've been mentoring and and just kind of being a uh, advisors to so to speak and the situation has come up where they are, fall into the same thing and i have told them this story but in telling the story i'm not sure that it was the right thing to do so 
um, you guys having kids that age now, how would you handle it? What would you do? Just curious. Bye. I'm calling from Florida, by the way. Love you guys. Hey, shout out to Florida, man. I was going to say, I just saw a meme about Florida. Florida. Florida, man. Florida, man. I be feeling so bad for Florida because they get so much of a bad rap. And a lot of it is so true. But sometimes you just run across kind people like this person. Seriously. Yeah. So it's a lot of good people in Florida. Shout out to Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad's from Tampa. Babe. So here's the thing. I think we parent differently here. You and I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we would definitely go around away. I think it would go something like this. That is not nice. I'm going to talk to the mom and this is you. I'm going to talk to the mother and I'm going to tell them not to do that. And I'm also going to tell the kid not to do that. And mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah, hey, come here. <laughs> if he do that again, punch him right in the nose. Like that's, I think that's how it would kind of go. What do you think? Well, I definitely would have a conversation with the child and I would have a conversation with the parent. Um, I would probably address the parent. Actually, no, if I see that happen to my child, I will for sure say something to the child. Does that make sense? Like yeah. if the, if this kid is constantly hitting my child, then, and I witness it, I'm going to go to the child. I'm going to say, I'm going to need you to stop doing that. I'm going to have a very good conversation that explains to them what my expectations are. If it happens again, I will again address it with the child and then I will address it with the parent. If it happens again, then that's when you come in. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I think, you know, we, we have uh, a group of friends where we correct each other's children. Mm-hmm. So if my children are acting out of order, my, my friends will be like, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm like the type like, hey, we don't throw sand. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't we don't do that here. And mm-hmm. I'm like really I'm looking at the kid like I will bust your head open. And I won't, but you won't believe me when I say it. What? You just said that on I'm just saying, like every kid do that I in our community mm-hmm. knows, like, yo, don't do that. If I say no, don't <laughs> yeah. do that. And it's not like I'm really going to but Nothing in my face shows that I'm not going to. And people, I can tell all of our friends, Their not, kids. Not, not all of our friends, they all kind of know. Yeah. Man, I don't want to be caught with that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care who. who I totally agree. And Even I'll do it right kids. in front of your parent. But I can tell some of the parents are like, I don't want to have to. Like, <laughs> this is awkward and this is uncomfortable, but yeah, I don't feel like it's okay like, if I see my child hit another kid, I'm going to be all over it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, instantly. Mm-hmm. And it happens all the time. And and this is the thing. Like, a lot of our friends, we had, we've been friends with them before we, were, we had kids. Mm-hmm. So, we've kind of, like, almost had our, our, our parenting styles were developed together. Mm-hmm. Because we all had, like, one of us had kids first. Mm-hmm. And we, we'd all kind of be like, yeah like yeah yeah and we'd all kind of like adopt the same right yeah but some kids are a little bit more free and you know it's just a correcting the behavior now i wouldn't want to tell my child to hit another child but this is what i do this is what i did there was one time when we were at a restaurant 
and we were i was speaking at a church far away oh yes and this kid was a big kid but he was young mm. so he was like my kids are small like we're, we're small people right mm-hmm. so this kid was obviously like a year younger than theo but he was like ah like all in his face and hitting him and like doing stuff and like throwing stuff at his face like little like piece of tissue and like and the parents were just like i don't know what the kid's name was egan egan stop egan egan stop egan whatever his name was such an interesting choice. and i was like because it was something close to that it was something like something like that i was like man i don't like this kid or the stupid name <laughs> <laughs> apologize if your name is egan out there. somebody sitting up there crying driving to work listen um and i literally like i said in front of the parent at mm-hmm. the table i said theo you don't let anybody get in your face like that. Mm-mm. Don't let that kid get in your face. If he hits you, hit him back in front of the mom. Mm. Remember? I don't remember that part, but yeah. So she goes, stop it now, Egan. Like she like, basically what happened was I told my child not to allow that behavior. Mm-hmm. And I, and it, and it was very similar to how you guys did it, except it wasn't a discussion that I was saying, Hey, this is the plan. Mm-hmm. It was, you know you what? Let them hear you tell yeah, your child. Yeah, yeah, because I don't want my child to think it's okay to get bullied mm-hmm. or allow any behavior that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Theo said, "Okay," <laughs> and then the woman like was like, "No, don't do that. You stop it. Knock it off." And I think she was even willing to switch seats with the kid because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, now if that was one of the kid's close friends. I don't think we would tell him to punch the kid in the face. Mm-mm. I would, I would definitely go to the parent, but the parent, like our friends would be like, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, I don't know any friend of ours. Who's kind of like, yo, you know what I'm saying? The only time, the only kid that kind of wows out is Raya. Like uh, of our children, you know what I'm saying? He'll do, st- but he'll, he'll, he won't hit kids. He'll hit adults. He'll hit adults. <laughs> So some of the adults would be like, hey, you want to play fight? And Raya goes, yeah, I want to fight. And then he goes over and just right in the face. Raya goes zero to 10. He doesn't go like. Zero 10. to 100. It's it's crazy. He hits hard. Yeah. And it's always whenever Raya like, is playing, in order to get him to stop, you have to punch him. You have to make him cry. Yeah. You have to like, all right, man, stop. Please stop. And he's still playing and scratching. And you just got to go, right, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> he's like. And then he's like, got to calm down and go hold himself and hold himself in the corner. Then he comes back like, (laughs) (laughs) and it's like, yo, chill. I don't want to do this. Yeah. But I don't know, babe. I think we, I think we're definitely going to differ because I don't believe that our, I don't believe that any kid should allow that type of behavior, you know, Mm -hmm. and kids who are not like home trained should stay home. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't care if your kid's at the park. I don't, I do not. Who baby is this? Tell him to stop. Hey, knock it off. Excuse me, talking to my son? Yes. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and a lot of times I don't even like to go to the park. If I see some other kids playing at the park, I'm like, man, you can't play with them. I don't like them. You can't play with them. And Theo seems to always choose. <laughs> he's like, I want to be friends with Egan. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, yeah. Yeah. 
I think I think I think you're and I don't think I'm mature enough in this season because I haven't like dealt with the repercussions of that. Mm-hmm. Like it could be like like it could be like, hey man, if he do that, hit him back, right? And then my kid hits that kid, and then the dad's like, hey yo, let's scrap let's scrap. And then I gotta get in a real fist fight over some stuff that I told my kid, you know what I'm saying? And the outcome could be crazy. I could lose. <laughs> I could lose the fight. I mean, I'm not planning on losing, but because I'll do anything, but <laughs> I'll do anything, but I could lose. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's like, man, violence ain't the answer. <laughs> <laughs> violence ain't the way, guys. But yeah, man, like I honestly believe that that is, I wouldn't have talked to the mom about it. I would have had a, the, the discussion right in front of the mom. I would have corrected the child and the mother because it is weird when you have to correct somebody's kid but if i can't correct your kid we not really friends if you can't correct my kid we not really friends like that agreed agreed you know we're just cordial and then once i see once we kind of see behavior that's kind of like that's kind of weird we don't even hang around with the people anymore Mm -hmm. right yeah yeah like if we see like man i don't want to get in a position where i have to tell this kid to like Uzi's here, y'all, if y'all didn't realize that already. Shut up, Uzi. Yeah, I don't want to hang around like, yeah, I don't want to do that. That's just me, though. But anyway, let's 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 move on. Do you want to do another scenario or do you want to end the podcast? Let's do another scenario. We've been gone. Okay, here we go. Hi, Glenn and Yvette. I need to make this fun. Y'all, I'm just going blind and blinder every day. Hi, Glenn and Yvette. I'm so thankful that y'all responded to my email a while ago, but now I am back with a very different type of question. (laughs) So I was recently talking to a young man for about three months. He's 22 and I'm 20 and we're both college students, by the way. We became really good friends. He made it clear to me that he liked me and we were slowly moving toward a potential relationship. I've never had a boyfriend, so my anticipation was pretty high because he was a very good candidate, if you will. One day, he randomly texted me to ask, what are your standards for dating? After I replied, he said that he wanted to talk more about it in person. He never brought it up in person. So after two weeks, I took it upon myself to initiate that conversation. When I asked him the same question, what are your standards? He said that he really wants to date and potentially marry someone with an academic major and career similar or to the same as his. He said that he wants this to be, he wants this because it would be easier to maintain healthy relationship with his wife because they would be doing the same thing and could be around each other more often. Not his exact words, but the gist. I have a major very different from his, so it became clear that he no longer wanted to pursue our relationship. I was a tad hurt, but I'm not about to beg him to want me. I asked him if he still liked me, and he said yes, and he wants to maintain a plutonic relationship. Rolling of the eyes emoji. I hate that idea because it sounds like it could get messy, but I agreed. However, I decided that I would be that it would be a good idea to text and call him a lot less frequently and to distance myself a bit so I can at least try to get over my feelings for him. I've been avoiding him on campus and I only text him if he texts me first. If I'm being honest, I am slightly hurt by his decision. I talk to my friends and family. They think his reasoning for us no longer dating is BS. 
I'm trying to be understanding, but I'm just confused. I can't even narrow this down to one question. So I've got three. One, do you guys think his reasoning is legitimate or might there be some other reason that he isn't telling me as to why he no longer wants to date me? Is he being too picky? Two, I never thought of a career being a deal breaker. I just thought it would, if you wanted somebody, y'all share important values and there's physical attraction, that's it. That's the one. I feel kind of disposable now. Mm. How do you guys feel about this standard or preference of his? And three, how do you guys feel about platonic friendships? And what advice do you have for mine? I apologize for the length of this email, LOL. We've seen longer. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ugh. Okay. I want you to kind of lead this one because I've been talking a lot. Okay. So, number one, do you guys think his reasoning is legitimate or... Okay. I feel like number one and number two are kind of hand in hand, so I'm going to address both of them. It says, I never thought about a career being a deal breaker. What do you guys think? And I do think a career is a deal breaker. Um, I... What? Yeah. Okay. You got to expound on that. Okay. So, like, you have to know your capacity... And for me, I like I never was interested in dating a Marine. And I am so sorry if that offends you, if you were a Marine listening to this at all. But I just knew that I didn't have it in me to have a spouse that was gone for months at a time or just that, like what it takes to be a military spouse. I know it takes a lot. And so I never wanted that for myself. I object. Okay. It's not just that. What? You got like daddy issues and like stuff there that is kind of like, okay, because of because of all this, I can't go through this. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, but there's a career that I do not want to be in relationship with and no matter where it came from. Yeah. But don't you think if you. No. Okay. I mean, I had firsthand experience with a father who was in the military. So I know how that goes. But, you know, okay. like I, I wouldn't even want to date. Let's see. I wouldn't want to date like a WWE uh, fighter or a pastor. WWE fighter. You mean MMA? Oh, what is WWE? That's like fake wrestling. Like the rock. Oh, I didn't realize it was fake. (laughs) (laughs) Help me. I'm talking about like people who like fight and they get hit in the face and all that stuff and their brains getting all jiggled around and all that. Like I wouldn't want that. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. No, thank you. You don't like what? Why? Why not? Because I I guess I'm just so sensitive to like the the mint the mental like oh my gosh the mental aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like if your brain is getting hit that much, you're probably getting all jacked kinds of jacked up. Not even just like mentally, but health. Wise. So what what are the repercussions of that? That is kind of like I can't deal with this. Like what? So somebody's brain is jacked up. What what do they seeing do? Seeing my husband with his face busted up all the time. No oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. My children seeing that. No thank you. Okay. There are certain careers that I just would not be want to be in relationship with, and that's just it. I don't know what else to say. And I so I think I don't necessarily think that there that he could. Like, I don't know what his career is compared to what your career is. Um, the, thing, but, the thing is, they don't have a career yet. They're in college. <laughs> <laughs> they got majors. But still, I just don't feel like 
I do feel like it's legitimate to be able to say to yourself, to know yourself well enough to be like, you know, you're going down a path that I don't know if I can meet you there. And so I'm going to just. I need the major specifics. Too. Why do you need their major specifics? But go ahead. I'm sorry. To know if he's copping out or not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It would kind of help the situation a little bit, but um, I don't know. I can't say that he's necessarily being too picky because I understand mm. some some portion of that. Okay. But if you both are in college, like if one of you is studying to be a doctor and then the other is studying to be like a teacher, it's just kind of like why doesn't that work again? Type situation. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Did I answer the questions? Is he being too picky? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. What do you think? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. You think he's being too picky? I think he's a goofball. Ooh. I think he's a goofball. It's a lot of dudes who just dumb. And I've been there. I've been dumb, like super stupid. So... I don't think that that is smart. If a woman is really, 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 really dope, she, it don't matter to a guy what she do. He's willing to let anything slide. He's lying. There's something else. <laughs> He's either really, really, really stupid or a complete liar and just needed something like, yeah, you know. There's another girl. Rehabilitation and therapeutic services is just not... <laughs> <laughs> the type of thing that I want to see my wife doing. Uh, you know, I was thinking more of hotel restaurant management <laughs> and we can like kind of collab and be working at the same Ramada. You know what I'm saying? I think this guy's a goofball. That's just, that's just me. Now, the reason why I say this mm -hmm. is because I I don't know what experience he has in certain majors. Like, has he dated a bunch of different type of women? Or or is it that the only thing that makes him kind of like legitimizes it is like, I grew up with my mom and my dad working in the same field. And I love the fact that they mm. could experience life together and they were always around each other and they felt safe. And that is just kind of the life I desire. But you're also like, it's a lot of variables. You know what I'm saying? Like, if she like one, if she's attractive and she like and everything about her is great, but she doesn't like the major. I don't I don't buy that. That is crazy. And she's it's a major. Mm. How many people stick to their major now? Right now. Right. In retrospect, this is going to hurt. If you knew you were going to marry a rapper. Mm. would you have still married a rapper because i'll tell you this if i if i knew that what a teacher's life was like i probably wouldn't have married you what the really yeah yep you wouldn't have? no way ouch yeah <sighs> why you know why because you hate me that hurt, babe. I'm not going to lie. Well. I can't get over it yet. I'm not over it. I'm still hurting. Let me process real quick. Okay. Go ahead. Do your processing. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. It hurt. Yeah. It was like a punch. 
it, I mean, like a sucker punch. I didn't get it. I didn't. Well, expect that. okay. Well, if if I would have known that your career was gonna take front seat to our family, I would have. So that's not necessarily the problem that I was a teacher. Yeah, but the the but I would have just categorized it as I'm not dating teachers. I can't. I can't. I can't do it because literally, you get you work forever you are always working you wake up early you're lesson planning you're inputting grades you're grading papers you're doing tutors you're 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 talking to people's parents then you're talking to the people that their kids and then they're going through extracurricular stuff and then you be wanting to adopt them and you got to go to the games <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> Come on, Taryn's graduating. We got to go. Who? Taryn. Taryn. Where do you come up with these names? Babe, I feel like I'm when doing... When we were trying to find names for Uzi, you didn't have nothing. I don't like these names. These are all names I don't like. Sorry, Taryn's out there. You know what I'm saying? I really like Taryn Wells. Babe, you know, I... Oh, babe. It's summer break. It's summer break. You're getting paid only for two of the month. <laughs> We only get paid once a month. We gotta let this money stretch all month. Yeah, babe. Yeah, and it's not it's not enough money. You work too much. Yeah, it's not good. You were getting taken advantage of, and then I felt bad when I wasn't willing to get taken advantage of too. Mm. I did not like it. Mm -hmm. So, but that's Jeez, from experience. You wouldn't have married me. You knew I wanted to be a teacher. I was on route to be a teacher. I've always, my entire life has been on route to be a teacher. So you're saying now that you know what it's like to be a teacher, you wouldn't have married a teacher. Right. Like if, okay, so say if so something happens. So if I die tomorrow. And someone's like, hey, I teach, hey, I teach, I teach uh, eighth grade. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about going, I'm thinking about teaching ninth through 12th. Mm -mm. I'm down for like maybe kindergarten. No, you aren't. It's really worse. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't date a teacher. <laughs> Elementary school is worse. I, I wouldn't. I would. I would. I don't think that. Damn, I'm really messing it up for all the other teachers out there. What about really all the are. teachers who are sitting there like, I'm married. Their story doesn't Kenneth. have to be mine. Like I just was really putting a lot of energy and extra attention into it, and yeah, let's not. Let's not. You're dwelling too much on this. Let's move on. So he wouldn't have married me basically if he knew I was. Babe, you once said something about oh, you Lord. not being able to marry me if if you knew something. Well, what about the rapper thing? Think about it. I knew you were a rapper before I married you. Yeah, but you didn't know the rapper life. You didn't know I was gonna have to be gone. Like the goal was for me to be gone, mm -hmm. like for for a long time and coming home, dropping off money and leaving, basically. Like if I was a successful rapper, I would have been home. If you were a successful rapper, you would have been flying me to come spend time with you. But then when the children get in the mix, that's a whole other story. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So what if right now I was still trying to be a rapper? It would be really hard to be married to you. Yeah. But would you then still be married to me? Like if you could go, if someone else, then I died and then someone's like, hey, I make hip hop music. I'm really inspired by it. Like, no, thank you. Yeah. So, so what so are you so saying? It's the same exact thing. Nah. You just, okay, let's move on. Yeah. You're so basically we are both saying <laughs> that there are some careers that we would, that would be a deal breaker for us. 
Only after experience. <laughs> Only after we've experienced it. <laughs> but not before. Actually, before, yes, there were deal breakers for me. I didn't want to date you if you're in the military, if you want to be a pastor. Yeah, I just couldn't do those things. From a guy's perspective, I don't care what you do. Yeah. I I don't I don't care. Um, she asked other questions. How do you guys feel about this standard or preference of his? I feel like okay, so I I feel like personally I feel like it's okay to have your preferences. I don't know if you want to call them standards, but I definitely feel like it's okay to have your preferences. However, I do think that there was somewhat of a cop out with this guy. So it may there may have been another girl that came along that's in his major that he's attracted to. And he's like, she's attracted to him. There's a mutual thing going on. And he's like, let me see how this goes. Because I will admit there, I did know. You remember Aaron and her husband, Scott? They were both math teachers. And I remember them telling stories of how they would just sit in bed after they put the kids to bed and grade. The Talk papers. about math. <laughs> Talk about math lessons. And I was like, oh, that sounds so romantic. Yeah. And I used to go to the math functions with you. And I'd be like, oh, my gosh, these people are different. I don't get a no. What do you do? Make make hip hop. Oh, like everyone was just kind of like, ugh, and then making you guys were making math pun jokes. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> It's the worst thing ever. I don't get these. I didn't get these, man. Anyway. And I miss it so much. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Good for you. Okay, third question. So, no, I didn't answer oh, that question. Sorry. I think it's standard is trash. I think it is. I think it's a cop out. I think I think men have this thing where they they look for women to serve their needs and their ideal. Like every like the one like they know that they're kind of outnumbered. And so they are like, I'm pretty much got my choosing. So I'm going to be extra, extra mm -hmm. high on, you know what I'm saying? This decision. And I'm just going to get rid of them for whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I was talking to someone the other day. Homeboy said this. He said, I know what I, f I finally know what I want. And I said, what, what do you want? And he goes, I want a girl who knows how to cook, who, you know, got her own relationship with God or spirituality who, you know, has her own career and who, um, you know, you know, knows how to take care of me. And she has to be beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I was like, OK, so what are you bringing to the table? And he's like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, everything about your your desire for a woman has to fit your desires and goals, your needs. It has nothing to do with service or growing together or learning how to cook together or like you don't have time to help her learn or fix, figure out a dish together or, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, like everybody don't wake up, just knock your socks off beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Like some people, you know what I mean? Like they got to do a little lotion on, you know what I'm saying? Brush the teeth, you know what I mean? Like... You know what I mean? Like that happens. So what is the standard? You know what I mean? And so he just kind of sat there and was just kind of like, man, I really don't know. And like, you could tell he was flabbergasted, like appalled that I was asking him like to, he was like, yeah, but I feel like, you know, I like women will do anything to be in a relationship with a good man. And so I really don't have to ever get married. I could just kind of like, just pick whoever I want. I just was like, you know, 
I mean, forgive my language, but the F boys, like the amount of F boys that are out there is so many that I just, I'm like, yo, I just hope women like don't settle for these clowns. And I feel like this dude is a clown. And let's go ahead and hop to the third question. <laughs> you shouldn't be his friend. Yeah. How do you guys feel about platonic friendships and, and what advice do you have for mine? Yeah, I think you're doing a good job as far as not reaching out to him and, you know, kind of closing that door for yourself. I mean, don't I, I guess it's not necessary to be rude or disrespectful. But at the same time, if you know that you still have feelings for this guy, just be like, you know, now that you kind of know that you're not interested in me and I'm going to like let that go. Maybe just tell him, like, we don't need to have any more contact if that's how you feel. Friends for what? Yeah. What y'all going to do? I mean, I guess I guess if you're thinking business, maybe eventually you guys could, you know, work together. But if you have like feelings for him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, you you stay friends with people in college because, you know, there's some potential to like network. Yeah, network. But if his major is way out of your major, then it's really no point. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think homeboy is just kind of a lost cause and it's going to hurt you when he finds someone else. Who's doing forensic science or whatever heck, whatever the heck he's doing. You know what I'm saying? He's just like, you know, like this girl, and he wants to talk to you about it. And nah, just go ahead and delete that fool's number. Be like, look, man. Protect your heart. Yeah, protect your heart. Protect your life. Protect your genius. You're smart. I'm so sorry that this is an option for you. But um, you deserve way better. So. Yeah. Okay, it's time for that segment where we come and we hear from y'all and hear how single you are. If you are interested in calling in and letting us know how single you are, go ahead and leave a voicemail at 760-335-6643. Again, that's 760-335-6643. Um, and we will play it or you can leave a message on the Anchor app as well. So here is our I'm So Single. Y'all know I had to come through and share some of my single moments. <laughs> so I'm so single that even though I'm a smooth 30 years old and I live in the Midwest, my parents who live on the East Coast are trying to be my security guards. So in my apartment, they feel like I should have an extra layer of security um, on my door. And I still haven't done it because I think it's fine. Meanwhile, my parents are now threatening to call my landlord themselves to add this layer of security. So even though they're on the East Coast, I'm in the Midwest. My parents are still holding that role of looking over their baby. <laughs> I love it. I, I love it, too. Yeah. I would be right there with you. You ain't got a screen door, girl. Get you a screen door. Yeah, my parents... <laughs> They have slowly been building a survival kit for Doomsday <laughs> for us. They just yes. keep getting us things like flashlights and fire extinguishers, fire extinguishers and like extra mm. batteries if your phone dies <laughs> and the lights go out. Like they're just slowly building it, you know, kitchen knives. You know what I mean? Like it's just crazy. So I definitely feel you. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, babe. How married are you? I'm so married this weekend. I just let you do your thing. <laughs> mm. 
Y'all, Glenn woke up on Saturday. It was actually Saturday and Sunday. Glenn woke up this weekend. And he was just on one. He was just doing things. Drilling holes in walls without talking to me about it. Be on tile. Mm-hmm. Y'all, he just he just, just doing stuff. Doing laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Cleaning bathrooms. Just meal prepping he was just doing his thing and i had so many things to say and i left them unsaid and i feel like that was wisdom and that's just how married i am Mm. how married are you love uh i guess i'll I'll go ahead and say what i did (laughs) so i'm so married pat i'm so married that i don't know man i've been i've been feeling like you know so okay, so I'm so married that I did all the things that I thought you wanted me to do. Um so I woke up in the morning on Saturday. I think I'm just over it. Like I'm just completely done. And I waited until you finished all the laundry and I've been washing clothes every day. And I'm not going to front that is good. Thank you for doing that. So I've been trying to like, I've been like, hey, that like make me a schedule and I'll do whatever you want me to do. And do I've been trying to tell her like, make me a schedule, make me a schedule. And she was like, you know what to do. Just do it. Right. She said that one time. It's like, why don't you just do it? And so I was like, I, I, I know that you're going to have something to say about how I do it or what I do or what you. So won't you just tell me what to do and I'll do it. But I'm kind of like. I don't care what you want me to do. This is my house too. And I have things that I want done. And I'm just going to do it. I don't want to. I'm like tired of like stepping over and around things. Like I feel like my knees are bending in because I'm stepping around so much. So if I see it on the floor, I'm picking it up and it's going in the trash or wherever it's supposed to go. And I know you feel the same way, but I don't, I'm, I have, but I'm, the thing is about me is that when I do it, it hurts people. I don't have zero tolerance. So if it's something and I don't know, I don't, I don't think it belongs here. I'm getting rid of it. Like, that's just how I am. I'm like, why is this here? What is this for again? Babe, that's for the, um, sometimes Uzi sits in that when, (laughs) when I sit him over here, I never seen him sit in it. (laughs) Cause you're not here. It's going in the trash. Um, so anyway, like, yeah, Ooh, I woke up. I think you're how married are you is done. No, excuse me. <laughs> I I cleaned all the bathrooms. I did the laundry, and I just been I just been helping out because what? Yeah, man, and I think Yvette has control issues completely, and so what I'm realizing is that that's her problem. But is it? Because y'all, I'm not going to front. Like he's doing so many things and they're wonderful things. And I feel like it's like, okay, but just appreciate what he's doing. But at the same time, I'm just like, oh Lord, help me, Jesus, help me. I'm like holding on to the seat. <laughs> it's just like, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Why? Why does it bother you that I... Because of the way you're doing it. Because of the way you're doing it. What? what are you, what's wrong with the way? I'm not, I, I don't, don't want to get into it because I don't want to stop you from doing it. And okay, I, this so is this is something what I want that you to I'm do. working I want on you, myself. I want you to never tell me. Ever. Never? Ever. I don't want to know 
what is bothering you about it because then it's gonna it's gonna stop you from me. doing it exactly and i love i love what i'm on right now yeah me too and no you don't you got real issues and i think you should talk to your therapist Duh. i was hoping that you should talk to your therapist about it <laughs> you wanted me to talk to my therapist yeah i was like i had more pressing issues I was, yeah i think you moved on <laughs> like i fixed that already let's move on to this and i was thinking like man maybe if she doesn't have anything to say about this, maybe she can, maybe it'll like go back on her and she'll figure it out. You know what I'm really doing because I do realize I have control issues is I'm trying to let go of the control. Mm. If that makes sense. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm trying to like, whenever I feel myself getting anxious about something where it's like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe he just did that. Like today, Theo <laughs> tried to sweep the floor. Bless his heart. Mm -hmm. He swept the floor. And then he called himself putting the stuff into the dustpan. But moments later, I'm walking across the floor and I end up with all the like yeah. under my foot. And I'm just like, dang it. And I really just wanted to like fuss at him. But I stopped because I realized his intention was to like be helpful or clean up behind himself. And I didn't want to discourage him from doing that in the future, which is the same reason why, as I watched you move throughout the house this weekend, <laughs> I was like, Yvette, he's doing a really good thing. And even if it's not the way you would have done it, it's getting done. And like, yeah, so wow. I just chilled. Like, I, it's like, it's literally painful sometimes. <laughs> But I'm trying to get something I'm working on. That is crazy. It's to me. so insane. I'm glad that it. you see it in yourself. I know it's insane, but I realize it's there, and I'm just like, I gotta get a grip because this is gonna like the thing that. Okay, so really quick because I know this podcast is getting long, but the thing that it is is it's like okay, these are things that need to get done. And it's always, it's also, it's not only causing me anxiety the way that you're doing it, but it also causes me anxiety that these things are always like a mess or just always not done. And so he's taking the time, like this is his way of trying to help me. This is his way of serving me and the home and probably himself um, in a way. And so I'm just going to let it go because they, you know, whatever. And eventually... I'll be able to do it the way I do. And if I have to just, you know, touch some things up, it's totally fine. Yeah. Um, I feel you. But, uh, I, yeah, I, I almost want to make it like I'm going to do it. And in order for you to like, you're going to have to beat me to it. And you're just not going to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to get you so annoyed that you're like, dang, I was just going to do that. And he already did it. And he did it wrong. <laughs> but I did it to the best of my ability. Wait, so what are you? But wait a minute. Is We're going to keep trick? going. Is this a ninja? <laughs> no, 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 no. Check this, this out. Check this out. Trick? Check this out. What? You cleaned the bathroom. The other. You cleaned the bathroom like a couple I weeks did. ago. I did. I did. And it was bad. Babe. You only cleaned out the. <sighs> 
ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> let's get into the real matter of things. Whenever Glenn wants to get something done in this house, he can just do it with no interruptions, no children pulling at his pants legs uh, or no child pulling at his nipple or no child needing him to do this and that and the other. Whenever he wants to get things done around the house, he can do it without anyone pulling Man, this at is him. my how, how made are you you know what though you just went there bro and i'm coming right there with you okay. do you understand me cool. so maybe the bathroom didn't get done because i had distractions mm -hmm. Whew, lord jesus you know what while we're on this let's just go because i think this is a time for me to just vent go and ahead. i'm gonna vent this morning my alarm clock went off at 5 30 a.m I'm ready to get up. I get up. I'm out of the bed. Uzi yeah. calls me back into the bed. I get back into the bed. I nurse him. I'm nursing him. I'm just waiting for him to fall asleep. Come on, stop sucking, Uzi. Just let your mouth fall off. Six o'clock comes. I don't even be thinking about that. Six a.m. comes. Glenn pops right out of bed. Goes in the bathroom, turns on the shower, gets in the shower, just starts going about his day. And I'm just like, okay, I see. And it was like this thing. And it was like, this is what I'm talking about here, people. This is what I'm talking about. So how can I help with that? I don't know. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry if you're listening to this with headphones on. I didn't mean to scream in your ear, but I'm just saying, like, if we just really want to tell it how it is, this is how it is. So, Whenever I want to get things done, there are so many things I need to get done. I want to go in Anaya's room and organize all the clothes and all the toys and all the things. But whenever I am on my way to do that, there's someone else that needs to be fed or needs this or that or the other or needs education. Do you understand what I'm talking about? There are so many things pulling at me, but when you have an agenda that you can write out for the day, like you did this morning, you can just go check your things off. And if you don't get them done, it's because of you. Mostly, mm. mostly, mostly they are factors that are related to you and your day and not so much these little people. Now, I'm done. Oh my gosh, I just went off, didn't I? No, that was I'm good. I'm so sorry. I mean, but that really helped I, me see your point. Do you see my point? I do see your point. And now I just want to say this before we close. I love my children. I love my husband. I love this life that we have together. And I am realizing that this is just the season that I'm in. And I feel like the more that I come to terms with that, the better off I will be mentally you know what I mean like yeah just the better off I will be and so I'm trying to let things go I'm trying to be okay with certain things while at the same time still looking for other ways to just really kind of navigate through this this season <sighs> gosh I'm sorry that was good babe that really helped me I'm sorry and <laughs> that's, that's just, just how married, married we are, are.